0: To ESC Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie. Hello, hi, and I'm in some real need for some choreographed backing dancers for this podcast. And as always, joining me.
1: <laughs> hello, I'm John, and um, I'm really looking forward to um, representing San Marino in Tel Aviv. Ah! <laughs>
0: Oh, topical jokes. Uh, we'll see if we can <laughs> see how much that story develops when we start our national final podcast next week. It'll be fun. Okay.
1: It could so, happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, hello. This is our first podcast of 2019. So, yay, new year. And, um, <laughs> and um, we're starting off this um, hopefully not so... Horrible year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Not wood. Um, uh, with our Israel special. Yes, every year we do a country retrospective of that year's so host country. And obviously it's Israel's turn this year. And um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Because um, um, I don't know about you, but like in terms of like Israel's overall history um in terms of song quality they can be very hit or miss with me
1: hmm well normally when we do these annual specials we talk about who's overrated and underrated i'm looking back i've been looking back through the history of israel and i can't really say that israel were maybe ever overrated i mean they've had a they've had a Good history at Eurovision, and they've always, nearly always, been paid off for that in votes. But of course, they have they have their lowlights as well, which we'll touch on <laughs> as we go on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's um, go for a very brief history of uh, Israel in Eurovision. So they debuted in 1973. They've participated 41 times since then, and they've won. Four times, uh, come second twice, and came food once. A uh, pretty good track record. I don't have the number of um, times that they finished in the top 10, but uh, it's been a pretty decent amount of top 10s throughout their history.
1: Mm. I have a question. Yeah? Why is Israel in Eurovision. Ah! <laughs>
0: we can't discuss Israel and Eurovision without having that question asked at least once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, in summary, basically, it's based on... Um, well, at the time uh, that Israel it entered, it was based on countries that were within the... Uh, European broadcasting zone and Israel fell right into that um obviously that criteria has been expanded over the years with um the likes of Azerbaijan and Australia coming in um despite not being part it being within the um European broadcast zone but um uh, but um I digress um details
1: details
0: yeah <laughs> Um. Uh, do you have any more elaborations on, um, like, your thoughts towards Israel and Eurovision? Like, um, do you like, like, how how much of the songs do you usually like? Like, I said that they tend to be quite hit and miss with me. Like, uh, w- what's your feelings towards the 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 overall quality of their entries?
1: Well, they have a lot of golden periods, and then. They go sort of quiet for a while on on my radar okay. I, mean, they're, they're, I think they're back in a golden period again where um you know I always look forward to israel at eurovision and i I'm, I think that this year will be no exception but um there are a few there are a couple of decades maybe when when Israel weren't so hot at, at eurovision and i think I, I think. There was the result. Their results show that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely,
1: definitely, definitely, the beginning of, of their Eurovision career, and uh, now in their Eurovision career, they're um, a force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll elaborate that uh, just a bit. So this is how this um, uh, Israel special is going to go. We're going to go through each decade, uh, discussing what we think um were the best uh, songs in each respective decade and also the worst and um i know do you kind of touch on this you're gonna find it hard to discuss songs that you think were overrated results wise and also those were underrated um nice. uh we'll try our best with th- with those two <laughs> um Uh, And uh, after we go through um, every decade, we're going to reveal uh, the results of the poll that we put on our website um, We asked you for your top ten uh, Israeli entries, and they were all scored with the classic um, one to twelve system. And they're combined with uh, mine and John's uh, top ten Israeli entries, and we got an overall score. We're going to reveal the top ten. So it's um, and also me and John are going to discuss um, our personal top tens and why we have oh. certain songs ranked. Uh, personally high as we have done and um uh, i say both of us has some well john's more interesting than mine but um i got i got a um yeah i I, when when i did my top 10 i i i did have a couple of entries that were kind of hard to cut and i was not happy about having to cut
1: it's difficult to get a top 10 out of Israel because they just have so many good songs. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see who comes out on top, particularly because they have four winners. Um, I think I know one or maybe two favourites for the title, but you never know. Um, I, try, I try to go a bit left field and give points to the songs that I didn't think that the rest of our listeners would probably remember but that have that hold a special place in my heart
0: oh that's nice um yeah with that reasoning i'm probably thinking that maybe i was being a bit too conservative with my choices but i'll I'll explain when we get to it Um, (laughs) okay um so let's start off with discussing Sorry. Let's get on with. (laughs) Disgusting. I didn't mean for that to come out like that. Um, (laughs) um, So let's start off with Israel in the 1970s. So um, uh, obviously, um, their very first entry was in 1973, and that was Ilanit with a Sham. Sham, Sham, so um let's just briefly discuss that one um i think it's a pretty pretty um fairly strong um debut entry from israel i think um i'm not so hot on it as a lot of fans are though uh i don't know what you, how you feel
1: i think it's a lovely um israeli ballad of which there have been uh quite a few over the years um what I didn't know until recently was that it was um, on Elanit's um, own initiative that um, Israel took part in Eurovision that year.
0: Oh, wow! Um,
1: yeah, I read this on uh, Tobias Larchon's blog, and apparently she was invited to represent uh, another country in Eurovision the year before, but and um, Israel hadn't started taking part at that time, and uh, she only wanted to represent her own country, and she knew that Israel was part of the EVU. Um, So she managed to persuade um, the um, Israeli Broadcasting Authority at the time to take part and um, the rest is history.
0: Wow, so we have one person in particular that we have to thank for all the amazing Israeli entries that we've had over the years. (laughs) Thank you. Absolutely.
1: Thank you very much. What's um, What's thank you in Hebrew, I've forgotten. Uh, hang oh, on, God. let me um, look it
0: up. Um, let me just get up Google Translate. I'm probably gonna struggle to pronounce this because've um, he...
1: I've, I've, I've still got Portuguese in my head from last year I...
0: ah! <laughs> Oh dear. Um, okay, so let me just uh, I'm just getting up loading up Google Translate um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, it's giving me the Hebrew letters, and I can't read it. Oh God!
1: Oh help! Well, we'll talk, we'll find that out later. we we'll, um, let's <laughs> let's keep going for now.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a disaster. Okay. So, and um, of course, when we go through every decade, we start off with um, discussing any winners that took place in this decade, and we have two in the 1970s. Let's. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. Um, so let's start off with the first one in nineteen seventy eight, which is Is our Cohen An Alphabet with a Barney B? I'm going to straight up say I love this entry i think it's a great winner um i can't remember if i got as my winner of 1978 spoilers for that for when we eventually reviewed that year but um yeah i definitely have, have it higher very high up uh, for that year um i i think it's like it's recognized recognizably israeli but um it fits in well with the kind of disco sound that was very big at the time and um it's very catchy of course um what do you think
1: it definitely sets the tone i think for israel at eurovision um you've got um a a lead singer with big hair (laughs) and and five backing dancers all in white all Choreographed to within an inch of their lives, um, you know that is Israel at Eurovision in a nutshell, and that's what we love about them. Yes, I think it was a there was a, a surprise winner at the start, at the time rather. Yeah, uh, but look, look, looking back, I can definitely see I can definitely see the appeal. I can see why they won. Um, yeah. worth pointing out that, it's worth pointing out that um, they're uh, near their near neighbors in the middle east refused to acknowledge that they'd won the contest at the time yeah
0: <laughs> yeah the famous story like i can't remember which country it was i forget it might have been jordan or the lebanon uh, or something like that yes. yeah and <laughs> when it looked like that israel were going to win they cut the broadcast and put like a like a real, like, some sort of, like, stock reel of some flowers or something like that. <laughs> and and the commentator was like, nothing to see here, Belgium won, it's okay, bye. <laughs> uh,
1: um, yeah, that's why we'll probably never see any other Middle Eastern country in the Eurovision Song Contest, sadly.
0: Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay, so, um let's move on to the second Israeli winner of the 1970s and it was the very next year in 1979 on home ground no less this is Gali Atari and Milk and Honey with Hallelujah let's play a clip of that Hallelujah rather recently did a review of the 1979 contest and uh, I'll repeat what I said there um, I appreciate the song, it's a really good sing-along song at Eurovision parties but I'm not I, I'm, I'm I, I don't I'm not as crazy about it as I feel like I should do
1: hmm. Well I couldn't agree less obviously um, <laughs> It's probably my favorite Favourite of the four winners, spoiler alert. Um, I just think it's a really lovely song that builds beautifully. I think I went it, went into this when we reviewed 1979, but um, yes, I would like to reiterate my love for that um, particular song.
0: Aww. Oh. Okay, so... Um let's discuss uh, what we think were the best and worst of that decade and also if we can what were overrated and underrated results wise um uh a uh, 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 Barney B for me is the best of that decade uh what about you
1: um obviously it's hallelujah for me
0: <laughs> okay so that was very quick um <laughs> <laughs> um what about the worst of the decade um it's 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 really hard for me because I don't think there was a really bad Israeli entry in the 1970s but in terms of the one that I I, I least care about probably I'll go for ml Shalom from
2: 1976
0: <laughs> It's just a very stand Ooh. it's just a very standard seventies pop song for me. It's not bad, but like it's probably the one I care least about <laughs> in that decade
1: oh I'm surprised you said that one um, <laughs> i thought it be i thought it would be right up your street given how um Israeli pop it is um I think um I would go for The year before, uh, Ah. Shlomo Atsi, with uh, Atveani, which um, I hardly remember, and I don't think very many other people do, frankly.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah, those two, like, when it comes to 70s Israeli entries, those are kind of like blind spots for me. (laughs) Okay, do we, um, uh, just looking at the results, like, like, I struggle to say what was overrated and underrated, I think, well, I think 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 maybe M.O. Shalom was not. Uh, oh, but then again, I'm remembering 1976. That wasn't a very good year for me. Uh, so, like, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, hashtag controversial Eurovision opinion alert. Um, <laughs> but um, Absolutely. yeah, I, I, I really struggle to see what was really overrated or underrated in terms of results. I think maybe they were just about right in terms of the seventies.
1: Hmm. yeah, well, I'll, I'll give it a go, but I think they've pretty much got what they deserved to get um, in the 1970s. Um, um, 75 was probably their the lowest um, placing, and for me that was probably, even that was a little bit overrated, I think. <laughs> um Il- Ilanit's uh second entry in 77 was probably a little bit underrated.
2: <laughs>
3: and
1: by the way, I, fa- I found out what, um, thank you is in Hebrew, it's Toda.
0: Ah, oh, nice and simple. Thank you very much. So,
1: um... Yeah, so toda elanit.
0: Hey, <laughs> toda. Okay, so um, let's move on to the 1980s. And um, uh, what do we think was the best of uh, that uh, decade? Um, my favorite Israeli entries of the 1980s was uh, Izar Cohen's second entry in 1985, "Ole Ole." Um, (laughs) oh my god that never fails to make me laugh as much as i as much as i love that entry that is just one of the funniest things in eurovision history that badly out of tune backing singer just screaming thank that's good.
1: A, that's a, that's, a, that's another running theme with israel at eurovision there's there's often one backing singer who's um off pitch shall we say
0: <laughs> also i was rewatching a lot of the entries um the other day just to finalize my top 10 and um i think it's i think the culprit is the blonde in the green dress and you can tell like after the first chorus because they've got clip, one of those clip-on um, mics and, and her mic is just like came off and is just dangling in, in front of her <laughs> so she obviously I, was not audible to our benefit I
1: thought, I thought maybe that they discreetly um, turned her down in the mixing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought so too, and then I just no then I just noticed on this last viewing that actually her mic just fell off. It's <laughs> probably one of the most fortunate accidents in Eurovision history.
1: <laughs> but the the Israelis they dance so so vigorously at Eurovision that often something goes goes completely terribly wrong
0: yeah like you can't blame them for sounding a little bit dodgy Hmm.
1: there was that time in 1982 when they were dancing so hard and the stage was so small that one of them actually knocked a microphone stand off the stage
0: have it any other way to be honest (laughs) what about what about you what's your favorite Israeli entry of the 1980s
1: oh well I know they didn't win in the 80s but I always considered at least the early 80s um up until around 85 to be Israel's best period oh yeah Um, that's
0: a pretty good call um,
1: um I mean There's Ole Ole, and they they finished second twice in a row. And I think probably, arguably, the best of those was um, Chai uh, from Ofra HaZar.
3: Yes.
1: A lot of people talk about to this day. I mean, you and I have been to um, the odd Eurovision Israeli party, haven't we? Yeah. And, um, that that's the one that always fills the floor, and the it's all the the entire Israeli delegation is always dancing in in a circle to that song. I I seem to remember. <laughs> it's it's definitely a classic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It definitely, both high end horror are uh, uh, like like early 80s classics for me.
1: Absolutely. I think a lot of people in Israel remember those songs, even beyond them being Eurovision songs.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um... Uh, what about the worst of the 80s uh for, m- <sighs> <laughs> for me it was between two entries but I'm gonna go for 1986 <laughs> Because it was the kind of bad in a very unmemorable way, whereas <laughs> the other one, I'm not sure if you're gonna have that as your pick was bad in a kind of <laughs> um
1: so bad it's good
0: not not a so bad it's good, but at least you you remember how bad it is, okay, <laughs> what about you? Uh-
1: I was going to say eighty six as well. I oh. mean, on paper, on paper it should be—you know—it follows the formula, but it's a very pale copy. Um, and you know, no wonder it sank to almost the bottom of the scoreboard. Sadly.
0: Yeah that um, that was the that was by far the worst um, result up to that point.
1: Yeah, they were they were they were absolutely on a roll. They'd never finished bottom- lower than 11th at that point and then they nearly finished last of all (laughs) whoops funnily enough they've never actually finished last in eurovision
0: oh wow
1: although that still they still have time to change that of course
0: (laughs) oh hopefully like (laughs) after what happens of course country Yeah, yeah, after what happened to Portugal last year, I hope it's not a new thing that the host country ends up last from now on. Oh,
1: I hope, I I don't want Israel to finish last ever.
0: No, no, I feel like they, I feel like 99% of the time they put in too much effort to warrant that. Yes. By the way, the other one I was mentioning was 1989 uh, with with the one that you know, is (laughs) bad, but at least it's a, at least you remember it being bad. (laughs) Oh dear. Um, you
3: know, um,
1: Apparently, just outside Tel Aviv, there is a road called Derech De Hamile. Oh! And, um, if 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 a miracle happens and I um, get to go to Tel Aviv, I'm going to try and find it. Ooh! <laughs> it doesn't look like a particularly interesting road, but <laughs> you know, you know, the, the the Eurovision nerd in me, you know, you need to get a selfie there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping for a milk that I can get to Tel Aviv as well.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe if, like, some billionaire is listening to this podcast and wants to throw us a couple of thousand pounds or euros or whatever, uh, like, we're open to ideas. <laughs> open to offers. We'll even,
1: re- we'll even represent San Marino.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so um, um, what about um the overrated and underrated in this um, decade? I again, I it's it's hard to pick for either, except maybe twelfth in nineteen eighty nine was a little bit too high for that entry.
1: Oh, that just Um Yeah, I think nine. I think again in the eighties, Israel got fair results it's not until the following decade that um, things start start to go ever so slightly wrong
2: yeah <laughs>
0: we'll
1: get to that we'll get to that in a minute
0: yeah okay so let's move on to the 90s and of course we have one winner from the 90s uh, from the year that we very very recently reviewed it's a diva of course viva la ria, viva victoria now i've got i went on quite a lot about um this entry when we did our 1988 contest but yeah in summary like it's one of the most iconic winners of the 90s if not ever and um yeah, it's like, like, it's just um, yeah, it's just a great sort of like um, statement entry, as if it were.
1: Yeah, woo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, uh, for me, that's the. Best entry of the 90s, although there's a couple of entries that give it a massive run for its money, in my opinion. What about you?
1: I think you're right. Um, I'd also um, list the song from '92 by Daphne Deckel, I think that's a very good one. Um, <laughs> and um, do your that with Can from '91.
3: Yay!
1: The last of the, the old school Israeli entries, I think.
0: Yeah, I think
2: so. Yeah. Up,
1: after that, they after that they dipped into um, into peace ballad territory and um, <laughs> boy band territory, and um, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> oh. more. Okay, so um, let's move on to the worst of the 90s. Um, I think this is going to be extremely obvious to anyone who knows me, but um, 1999 is just... Oh my god. <laughs> it's just everything I hate in music. Happy
3: birthday to you. I You're
1: Remind me not to put that song in a birthday card.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about you? What's your worst of the 90s for Israel?
1: I don't know if I can answer that question because each one has has a certain place in my heart. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, the obvious, the obvious choice, I suppose, would to be to say um, the song that didn't qualify in 1996. But <laughs> then, again, then again, that's not officially a Eurovision entry. But um, yeah, I think that's all we, all I can add, really. Fair enough. I know oh. people. I know people want me to say 93. you know um there's guilty pleasure and then there's even more guilty pleasure
0: (laughs) Ah, i'm not gonna say any more about that for now at least um (laughs) what about what about overrated and underrated um Uh, well obviously I'd say that 99 was overrated but I can't really complain I mean it was the host entry it's still a classic in Israel to the point where you know it's constant like I heard that it's constantly played at birthday parties in Israel and a lot of people don't seem to realise that it's a Eurovision entry so like as much as like 5th place galls me I can't really complain
1: <laughs> um overrated probably nobody underrated I think Rita was robbed in
3: 1990
1: mm. But that's just me
0: Okay, fair enough. Um,
1: I know, I know, I know. It's probably, I know you probably wouldn't think it was an amazing song, but eighteenth was far too low for her, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not a yeah. massive fan of that entry, but like, I don't think it's terrible.
2: Fine. <laughs>
0: Fine. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to the two thousands and. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to say that um, if the '90s was when Israel started to um um lose their marbles a little bit, then um, the 2000s was them just um flat on their face for the most part.
1: <laughs> Where do you start? Where do you start?
0: I mean. I mean, I mean, it says a lot when they start off the decade with freaking ping pong. Uh, Be happy. Be
2: happy. Be happy.
0: now that's a, that's an entry that's so bad it's good. <laughs>
1: I I actually prefer the live version. Yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like a little bit of um, out of tune singing. <laughs> makes me smile.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we could probably like do a discussion in the. In the future, where bad live performances actually makes an entry better,
1: <laughs> I would love
0: that. <laughs> so many? Okay, um, okay, so um, best of the two thousands. Although to be fair, there's quite slim pickings here. Um, quite obviously for me, it's Hashaket um, Shanisha from uh, two thousand and five.
1: Obvious choice alert.
0: Yeah, I know. Obvious <laughs> choice alert. <laughs> what about you?
1: I agree, Shiri was great. Um, I, but my favourite from that decade has to be Boaz. Love, love, love.
0: As well.
1: Oh, it's 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 really it's really beautiful. I think Israel should send more songs like that.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, shout out to uh, the 2009 entry as well, which I have um, a lot. Of, I have a lot of time for that song. <laughs>
0: not so bad
1: yeah especially the live version i think
0: yeah yeah i like the the, that they were playing bongo drums yeah (laughs) okay so um (laughs) oh um worst of the 2000s for israel oh uh.
1: how long how long is your program
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know which one to pick i'd probably go for I'd probably go for light a candle because it's just so dreary and just so... Just... Oh, what's that word? Cloying, that's it. It's just so cloying and just... And also, um, Together We Are One is just a bad example of gospel.
3: <laughs> Together we are one. Together we come. True love is finally come.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know that we we can make it if we try. And um that two thousand and four, like what the hell was even that <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I'll get on to that one in a minute. Um, <laughs> 2002, yeah, 2002. I want to I bring in um, something that our friend Anne said. Um, uh, she runs her own podcast called Bibli Cheese. And um, I asked her, um, in her uh, viewers' questions the other week, to pick one song that she would like to... from One song from Israel that she would like to send to Room 101, <laughs> and um, unsurprisingly, she picked um, 2002, Hey! And, um, she has her own lyrics to the song, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing them, and, she, and oh. she likes to sing, she likes to sing, um, pull the handle on the toilet system. And... <laughs> I I just couldn't stop laughing at that. I love it. <laughs> oh
0: my god. That's
3: You'll never
1: hear that song in the same way again, will you? No.
0: And I'm kinda glad about that. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's one thing about the song that I can enjoy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the thing the thing is the conversely, um Sarit Hadad is a is quite a legendary singer in Israel, and I oh. think that if she'd had if she'd had more more of a traditional Israeli sort of Mizrahi song to sing, she, she we might have been talking about her in a more positive light. But no, oh well. I, I I I like her voice, but but maybe it's just this song that she doesn't she doesn't sound great on. I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Um yeah let's go down the list uh, well two 2001 um out of tune backing singer
3: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I blame the bald woman for that. <laughs>
0: The song Um, wasn't too bad in 2001, though,
1: despite that. It was okay. It was alright. 2006, Out of Tune Backing Singer. (laughs) Um, I don't know which one it was. Um, Probably The Lady at the Piano. By the way, I love The Lady at the Piano. Let me just put it out there. (laughs) Um, 2007, um, Don't Stop, Don't Even Start. (laughs) He's gonna push
3: the button! Push um, the button! Push the button! Push the button!
0: Push the button! 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 All I'll say about that one is that it's a pretty... It is it, a bit of a guilty pleasure for me.
1: <laughs> me too, but um it says here, push the button, failed to qualify. Well, got <laughs> well, no it!
0: According to this list, it's officially their worst ever result, uh, being twenty fourth in the semi final. Ouch!
1: <laughs> and yeah, as for as for two thousand four, I mean, if you're going to sing that high, don't give up halfway through. <laughs> I mean. He, ju- he just gave up towards the end, he just went la 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 <laughs> and it's, it's just sounded it's so weird, like <laughs> what
0: are you doing? No Oh no. Oh and we haven't mentioned two thousand and three which
2: it's
0: no way to say I want
3: you.
0: It's kind of like a level of bad where it's almost so bad it's good, but not quite. So it's just bad.
1: Um... Yeah, skip.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so, um, overrated and underrated, so, um... Uh, Why did you start? Um, can you answer this?
1: Well, obviously, ping pong were underrated.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> um, uh, Noah and Mira, I think, were underrated. They finished yeah, last kind of... in the televote, which I thought was really sad.
0: Oh, that's harsh. I can think of a lot. I th- think of probably... At least three of songs from that year that deserve to be the last in the final at least yes. in the teleboat
1: <laughs> <the jury>. yeah <laughs> and, you're not gonna, and you're not gonna hear me say that very often that...
0: <laughs> um I would argue that twelve for the lighter candle was too high. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, 2002. But then again, it was, it
1: was 2002. Yeah, I was just gonna say that.
0: <laughs> it's not exactly a stellar year. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, I think, like, most of these results in the 2000s were pretty much fair enough. Although it's worth pointing out in 2004 that they came 11th in the semi. So they were very sure. close to qualifying. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm, just on the cusp. Maybe if they'd had another chance, it would have sounded better.
0: Yeah, maybe. And, I mean, to be fair... Fi- the,
1: the, sa- the sound quality in that semi-final was abominable.
0: Well, the t- sound quality in 2004 in general was abominable.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's hard to sound good when, you know, you, you sound like you're singing from across the other room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God. Uh,
1: no wonder they demolished the arena. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, okay, so um, let's move on to this current decade, the 2010s. And, of course, yes. let's discuss year's winner, shall we? I'm not your toy, not your toy. Has it been now? Um, not even nine. Pro- uh, probably like six or seven months now since it won. Um, like, what what are your feelings on it now?
1: Well, because I haven't listened to the song to death, I still I still feel a certain sense of excitement whenever I hear it. You know, like that. I I can see why it won, even though the fans have got bored of it by the time. Um, Uh, the contest in Lisbon came around, but the voting public at large obviously heard it for the first time Mm. and loved it, the same way that everyone else did when they first heard it. And um, I think it it definitely deserved to win. Um, I think uh, last year's competition was quite a tough one, and there were a a few countries that I could have chosen over Israel, but it's definitely a deserved winner, still I believe, and um, it's very good that uh, Eurovision is going back to Israel again, and I'm looking forward to see what they can do. Uh, I also like the fact that they've won at um, twenty-year intervals. Yeah, so we'll be having we'll be having another Israel special in uh,
2: 2039.
1: Yeah, <laughs> probably. I've,
0: I've got that penciled in our schedule already. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm kind of along the same lines with you. I mean, like, I was very ambivalent towards it. I still am. Like, there's a lot to like about the song, but there's also some bits in there that I really don't care for. Um, it is fine. It's a fine winner. I'm not going to complain at all. Um, uh, I don't really like how it, a certain section of the fandom have kind of like co-opted is this they kind of like they champion against the the real music crowds because it's a pop <laughs> song and it, I just think it's like probably the stupidest freaking argument in Eurovision in recent times but anyway um yeah, she's she's an amazing singer, so I'm glad she was rewarded on that front, and um, it adds some degree of creativity, so, you know, you know, I, 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 I'm alright with it.
1: You know, yeah. it's
0: definitely a deserved winner.
1: I agree. Well, you know, music, music can be fireworks and feeling.
0: Yes.
1: And, um... I really hope that in Tel Aviv we get to hear this song again with um, full looper.
0: Oh yes.
1: <laughs> Not pretend looping um, due to EBU rules. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. By the way, when I found out that they weren't <laughs> that they had to pretend to loop and because they weren't allowed for some crazy reason, I was. Irrationally annoyed because I was like, What you're destroying the entire point of the goddamn song, EBU uh, wolves, wolves,
1: wolves, wolves,
0: yeah, <laughs> Um, okay, so, um, let's discuss the best of um, uh, the 2000 2000- 2010. Sorry, um. For me um it's quite hard because it i feel like in the 2010s israel has been very hit or miss um mm. for me <laughs> and p- some people are probably gonna absolutely be gold, by what i'm about to say but i'm g- but my problematic fave golden boy <laughs> is my pick
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like i <laughs> this is probably one of the biggest about faces i've done with a eurovision entry like like i pre- pre- I don't know if anyone remembers like this podcast back in 2015 but before then i was just kind of like oh my god, what the hell are they doing with this? This is hilariously bad. And, th- and then when I went saw the first rehearsal, I thought, oh my god, this is amazing. This is sailing through the semi-final. <laughs> and now I love it.
1: <laughs> it's just it's just those Ivan Novello award-winning lyrics, isn't it? I'm <laughs> oh, the king of fun. Do you like my dancing? <laughs> no!
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Um. What about you? What's your favourite Israeli entries of the Tony Tens? Um, oh,
1: wow. Well, there's a couple that I have a, a, a certain soft spot for. One of them is... Um, Isabel. Oh, I
3: like Funnily that enough.
0: one.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's really cute. Um, I, I think it didn't get a fair hearing in 2012. Um, it's quirky and. Um, I really love the uh, drunk woman on the keyboard. Well, she probably, <laughs> wasn't, she probably wasn't drunk. She just acts like that all the time. But she sort <laughs> of <laughs> looked as if she didn't really know where she was. Bless her. Um,
2: and the, the other one?
1: The other one would be um, um, Imri's entry. Breaking me! And the reason why I particularly remember that is I remember the day I first heard it, and I think I was um, in a cafe on my way to some Eurovision event. I can't remember whether, whether it was Esti Lau or Melodie festivalen And I was getting um, the plane um, the next morning, and I think that there weren't... If I remember rightly, I didn't didn't have very many dance bops in the 2017 lineup at the time and I remember I remember listening to the song and I was and it was building and I was going yes yes here we go yes come on (laughs) come through (laughs) and yeah I I just I just remember thinking yes here we go and um, that's why I like that song particularly
0: Yeah, it's one of my big um, Euroclub bops for me.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Oh, um, on a slightly um, less nice note, um, yesterday I found this video of, like, um, biggest oops moments in uh, Eurovision in the last um, 20 years. And there was this segment with... <laughs> yeah you know what i'm about to say uh, there was this segment with all the <laughs> dodgy notes um, in I... <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah oh, oh oh that makes me oh that, that kind of makes me sad because it's just because he's he's a pretty good singer and that Like, he gets to the big note, it's like, (laughs) it's like, it kind of makes me sad.
1: (laughs) I know. Well, the thing that people probably don't realise is that Eurovision is just um, one week, maybe even two of rehearsals after rehearsals after rehearsals. And a lot of these singers, by the time we get to the grand final, they're just so tired. Yeah. And... (laughs) when when um little i think the spaniards call it um uh cockerel uh sounds um, <laughs> after, after after what happened to my nail the same year when a little cockerel sound happens it um yeah, it, it make it makes some people laugh, but I kind of feel sad for the singer because I know what I know what they're capable of and you know, if everyone has a bad night.
0: Yeah. I'm a kind of like um like fifty percent it makes me sad and fifty percent it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> like oh. like <laughs> Like the same year Australia's Biff Note in the semi final, that never fails to make me laugh. Hey! <laughs> hey!
1: Yeah, well he well, um he, he's on my shit list now, so
0: um... <laughs> Oh I've heard, I've heard. Yeah, yeah less said <laughs> about that. So better. yeah,
1: I'm I'm really not Not
0: sad about that one Um, Okay so um, Let's move on to um, The worst of uh, Israel In the 2010s Um, (laughs) uh, It is with a heavy heart that I have To say it but uh, Donna you should not have come back Say no more
1: Ding dong, them yeah, no all.
0: Yeah, I remember back in 2011. Like, I actually commented because that you know, I, like when I heard, oh, Dana International's back, okay, this is, I'm, I'm quite interested to see how this is. And then I heard the song, I was like, like so underwhelmed.
1: Well, I think go. I think going from winning to finishing. 15th in a semi-final has to be one of the most catastrophic comebacks in history. Yeah. And what gets me is that she wrote it and yet she also wrote Boaz's song in 2008 which is one of Israel's best ever. Yeah. And why couldn't she have saved some good material for herself? Yeah. That is the question that will haunt us through the ages.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, what about you? What's your worst?
1: I'm going to have to say the same.
0: Ah. Because
1: I, I can't really fault um, the rest of this decade. Yeah. That's, uh, ding dong sticks out like a sore, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay so um let's move on to um the overrated and underrated um i i can't really don't really have an answer for the overrated um section um obviously i'm gonna say um well, well as you mentioned, well actually um you 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 bought a twenty twelve that was slightly underrated i think yes. i felt like you know <laughs> Um, I mean, I understand why it didn't qualify, but, you know, it has its, like, weird charm, I think. And, um, obviously the big one for me was, uh, 2013. <laughs> Like <laughs> oh, I, yeah I I, I, yeah i I can I can kind of understand that people would be put off by that that really low cut dress she was wearing, but the song was great,
1: you know sometimes when a song does really badly in a semi final and you just don't know why, yeah. That's what happened in, in 2013 to Moran, and I, I still think that it was worthy of a top 10 placing in the semi, so, yeah. I, and I don't know what happened.
0: Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, oh, guess... one, of, oh one of my um, overriding memories is that like, apparently, like, in, in the green room when she didn't qualify, she was pretty much inconsolable and it makes me really sad
2: it's true it's true
0: like whenever I see like artists like crying over bad results it makes me so sad like with um PKN in 2015 crying that made me really sad oh no and uh, Yulia last year crying because she didn't qualify that made me really sad
1: mm. it's funny I was thinking about this um either today or yesterday, I can't remember when, but um, when, when the results of the semi-finals are announced, it's always, um, it's always a big happy moment, um, at least on screen. Um, what you don't see on screen is um, what happens to those who didn't qualify.
0: Oh yeah, um, I'm, one of my overriding memories of the 2015 contest. I think it was semi one. We were on our way out of the arena, and it, our path was blocked off because the artists were kind of like flooding out of the green room. And we saw some of the sad singers walk out of there, and it was yes. yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I remember. Um, I remember the violinist from Belarus was very upset. I remember. Um the Maltese delegation were very upset um yeah it's probably it's probably good that um those moments don't get shown on t v to be quite honest
0: yeah oh well nah. uh what about you? Can you answer the overrated
1: underrated um twenty thirteen I would say again, and also. Arguably, although I don't know if you'll agree with me,
3: 2014.
0: Yeah, I quite like the song, but I can understand why it didn't qualify, like the staging wasn't quite there.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't have put them second from last.
0: Yeah, that was a bit harsh, to be fair.
1: Mm, it was very harsh. I actually remember walking out of um, uh, the arena in Copenhagen thinking that Israel will never take part in the Eurovision again. Oh. <laughs> how, how wrong was I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they've qualified every year since then. But um, it was at a time when Israel couldn't seem to get a break. I mean, I think they, that was their fourth straight non-qualification. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, what do they have to do to get through? And, um, well, they answered my question, didn't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, they answered that very firmly. <laughs> Oh, and also looking at um, 2017 got 20 food uh, I can kind of understand why but still it's a little bit harsh, it cons- it's oh, spe- harsh. especially considering that they were food in the semi yeah
2: what, what happened there yeah oh people
0: <laughs> oh, oh boy Okay, so um do we have um anything else to say before we get onto this public poll?
1: No, let's 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 announce the results.
0: Okay. So um first of all, um we um, me and John are just going to uh discuss our personal top 10s. Um it was quite difficult for me like I just about got eight eight songs relatively easy, and then it was just really hard picking the last two. Um, um, I will bring up some honorable mentions that didn't make my list. Um, that uh, that um almost did. Um, just going through. Um. Uh, 2013 uh, is an honourable mention, also 2012 is an honourable mention uh, 2017 an honourable mention um... <laughs> 20- 2007 I, w- <laughs> I actually put it as an honourable mention but I couldn't like justify <laughs> putting that in my top 10 <laughs> mm. Um, what else was didn't uh, uh nineteen eighty seven was an honorable mention for me
2: <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, nineteen seventy four was an honorable mention for me and um on also um nineteen eighty two just missed out on my list that's another honorable mention and i think that just about covers the honorable mentions for me
1: so you could probably have made a top twenty
0: yeah i, I could could have done it yeah Uh, Do you have any honourable mentions?
1: Um, well, I only included one of the four winners in my top ten, so I should probably give an honourable mention to the other three. Um, all good songs, but only one of them made my personal top ten. Um, I wanted to give, um, some pity points to Ping Pong, but I couldn't bring myself to do that. (laughs) Um, did I put? I'm just reminding. I'm just reminding myself of what I did give scores. Um, yeah, i I left out a couple of um, big hitters like Dior Dats. Oh. Sorry, everybody. Um, but yeah, they would. If it wasn't for some of the my other personal favourites, they would have got points.
0: Oh. Okay, so let's do a personal top 10. So let's do both of our number 10s. So my number 10 is really entry. I've got um, Golden Boy. <laughs> um, uh, The reasons, like, as much as I... Like, if I really wanted to, I could have put this a lot higher. But, like, as much as I enjoy it, I felt like I couldn't justify... Putting it higher than certain other songs in my top 10. So um, that's why I only have it at number 10. Uh, What about you? (laughs) What's your number 10?
1: My number 10, my one pointer was Imri Ziv. Oh. (laughs) For for reasons which I've already discussed. um, Also, I like the fact that uh, this song has a lot of bass.
0: Oh yes, and yes, I, yes, I like, yes. I,
1: I like to. I like to listen to this song and pump it through my headphones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, our number nine. So our two pointers. Um, for me. Um, by the way, I need to qualify that. Um, it was pretty hard ranking these songs in order. Like on any other day, this could be in a completely different. Order, but this is just how I feel at the moment. Um, my two pointer is a 2008 uh, "Fire in Your Eyes." Um, yeah, it's just just a really lovely soaring Israeli ballad. Um, uh, so I'm totally with it. as 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 I said earlier, I'm totally with ingredients with you on how good that entry is. Um, it is. Mm. Yeah, I found it. As I said, it was... I, I kind of feel bad only giving it two points, but as I said, it was hard kind of, like, putting my top ten in order. So, uh, yeah, there you go.
1: At least it made you ten. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gave two points to one of um, Israel's classic second places, um, Hora. Hey. Um Which I think... Um, Definitely deserved its placing back in '82. And um, as I said as I said earlier, it's a stone cold classic in Israel and deservedly so.
0: Hey. (laughs) Okay, so um, our three pointers now. So this is our number eight. So our three pointers for me. For me, I've got a 1988 Ben Adam. enjoy this one. It is quite a fun song and I like that whole sort of like peasantry kind of vibe they were going with the outfits that, with that entry. So that's my three pointer.
1: Okay, so uh, don't laugh Um, but I decided to give three points to the Shiru group.
0: what's your reasoning
1: um because you know Eurovision has had a lot of um great groups um in its history um ABBA brotherhood of man um Bucks uh, Buxfiz, uh okay so um and I, uh...
0: and I and
1: I and I know that everyone agrees with me
0: <laughs> okay so um okay so um our four pointer.
2: in and- fact
1: in fact i'm i'm devastated that they're not still uh touring the world <laughs> okay and, you know do you remember the show do you remember the show big reunion yes they, sh- they should do a big reunion of the shiru group
0: <laughs> yeah that wouldn't be such a bad idea
1: it would be. I think it would be a bit like the Bros documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they didn't get on.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so um, let's move up to our four pointers. And um, spoiler alert: we've picked the same song. <laughs> Uh, we've oh. both we've both picked 1992 Xerox Sport. Um, my reasoning is is just just a really fun, up tempo song, and um, you know what's not not to like about it?
1: Absolutely, my favorite bit is <laughs> is the end where she flicks her head.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, okay, so um. Uh, our f- five pointers and we picked the same song again <laughs>
1: oh okay yeah Wait, it might think alike
0: yeah <laughs> don't worry d- don't worry listeners this is the last time that um we're gonna ha- p- um have the same song for the- with the same points um we've both picked um 1983's high um we've already discussed how much of a classic it is and um yeah I can't really say anything more about that. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Okay, so um, let's move on to our six pointers. So I've picked uh, uh, the the nineteen seventy eight winner, a bunny B, for that one. I've already explained how what what, what is it about it that I it, like so much. Um, what about you? What's your six pointer? Alive, alive.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we picked the same artist, anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Uh, sorry, I just uh, tipped over my microphone a little bit there. Okay, so um, our seven-pointer. Okay, so for this one, I picked um, Hesheket Shani Shah from uh, 2015. Um, yeah, it's just um, just one of the, be- the best ballads that's um, ever been in um, Eurovision and one of the be- best Performances, yeah, uh, yeah, you can't really fault this, really. And uh, what's your seven pointer?
1: Uh, I've gone for Noah and Mira Awad with the, There Must Be Another Way. It's probably going to surprise a lot of people that I've put them that high, but um, I just think it's a beautiful song, sung very well. Oh, it's from a classic year, obviously, so it was always going to have a tough competition, but. Yeah, they did a good job for Israel well that year.
0: Yeah, yeah, 2009 is one of those years that I'm really looking forward to doing a retro review on.
1: Oh, yes, because it's just classic, utter classic.
0: Yes. <laughs> Okay, so um, we're getting to the big points now, so let's move on to our eight-pointers. So this is our number threes, and um, for my eight-pointer, I've gone for Oli, <laughs> <laughs> Um What's your eight-pointer?
1: I've gone for Boaz. Aww. And- I'm I'm surprised at how much that song has grown on me over the years. I think I liked it at the time, but I think it passed me by. It's only now that I've grown to really enjoy it even more. I think it's matured like a fine wine.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a really nice thing to say about that one. I totally agree with you on that one. Um, Okay, so the penultimate are ten-pointers, this one, I've gone for Khan from 1991, is just... It's just an absolute classic. It's, um... Just, um... It's just... It's, <laughs> um it, It's just, um... You know, it's just sort of like... If you wanted to to, to an in- entry that pretty much summarised the typical israeli entry it'll, it'll, uh, you probably picked yeah. that one
1: couldn't agree more um i've gone for another controversial choice um for my for my 10 points i've gone for <laughs> Now, this, this was a controversial song even at the time. I think um, the Israeli Minister for Culture wanted to resign yeah. um, if, if, this song, if this song went to Eurovision. Um, but it's one of the very few comedic entries that actually work for me. Yeah. It, actually, it actually makes me so happy so unbelievably happy whenever i hear this song i just think it's a real classic Um, yeah don't don't at me (laughs) don't
0: at either of us (laughs) Uh, (laughs) okay so um uh our 12 pointers uh this was really hard for me um my mind will pop as as i said earlier my mind be completely changed if you ask me on another day, depending on how I felt. But at the moment, I've put Diva as my twelve pointer for this one. I think maybe like recency bias with us covering the nineteen ninety eight contest, but um, that, that's that that's where my head's at right now.
1: Hmm. And I've gone. It's probably not a big surprise. I've gone for Hallelujah. It just, it just um speaks to my emotions the most of any Israel song ever. Aww. Although there is another song in um, Boaz's national final that probably would have been my favourite ever had it been chosen. But um, of co- as, as we've already said, they, they did pretty well with the song that they did choose.
0: Oh, okay. You probably should um, send me the link if there is one, <laughs> because I wouldn't mind looking up that one.
1: I will seek it out um, and may, maybe link it on our Twitter page. I think it, it didn't do very well in the national final, but it would have been my favourite Israeli song ever had it been chosen. That's weird, isn't it? But, um, yeah, I will I will link I will, um, to you and um, our lovely listeners.
0: Awesome. Okay, so... Um let's go over to the overall scores so we've added our scores to the scores sent in by the public and by the way thank you so much for sending in your scores Uh, very much appreciated (laughs) Um, just to um, be a little bit mean let's go over the songs that got no scores at all from anyone
1: have we got some nil pointers Oh my gosh!
0: Yes, we got quite a few actually. We've got ten actually. Oh,
1: scenes, scenes! Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> so let's count them down.
0: Okay. Oh, oh no! Actually, it's nine. Sorry, nine. Um, uh, I mistyped <laughs> one of the years for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but um, okay. So um. Okay, so let's go over this one. So, um, 1975 didn't get any points. No. 1986 didn't get any points. Nah.
1: 1989 didn't get
0: any points. Oh, that's cruel. Um, you're probably not going to be too happy about this one. Uh, 1990 didn't get any points
1: ouch she's a big she's she was a big star in israel at the time she's not gonna like that
0: whoops (laughs) um 2001 didn't get any points
1: shock horror
0: (laughs) i think i put that down to more of people just forgetting about that one um yes 2002 didn't get any points
1: Oh, it's like a candle. <laughs> um,
0: 2003 didn't get any points. Meh. Meh. Uh, 2004 didn't get any points.
1: Even bigger meh.
0: <laughs> and uh, last of all, 2006 didn't get any points.
1: The biggest meh of all. <laughs>
0: boy okay so uh let's go over the top 10 as voted for by you the listeners Whoa. okay so um um there was not uh, first of all i will just spoil it there wasn't a runaway winner these results were relatively close
1: oh i like
0: yeah, <laughs> okay, so um, in 10th place with 67 points is Golden Boy.
1: Hey. hey, and before he leaves, he will show us Tel Aviv.
0: Yay, <laughs> okay. So in ninth place with seventy three points is Fire in Your Eyes.
1: That was a bit low.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit low, but I'm glad that it's top ten at least. Yeah. Hey. Cool. cool. <laughs> okay. In eighth place with eighty three points is a bunny bee
1: A bunny bee abo a boy, a babah a a Woo
0: Woo <laughs> Okay, in seventh place with ninety points is Hesekit Sheni
1: Oh I was expecting that to be a bit higher.
0: Yeah, same as same as me.
1: But um, no no big no big surprises so far.
0: Well the next one might be a bit of a surprise to you. Um uh, okay. de- depending how Hit you me. feel on this song. Okay, so it's Shiro, isn't it? No, 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 it's not, don't worry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Uh
0: but depending on and uh, how um you the listener might feel about the song be- this song being this high up might be a bit of a surprise to you. So with In sixth place with 95 points is. Same heart! (laughs)
1: That's that's such a fan choice. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to put that in my top 10, but then I thought it was too much of an obvious fan choice. And I'm 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 saying fan choice rather than the other term that yeah. has, a, has a four le- that has a four letter word in this, I will not use.
0: By the way, um, considering this is recently, um, well, um I, I, it always baffles me that um, in the ESC two hundred and fifty, this always does relatively well. Like I think it's usually like top one hundred. <laughs> Since it came out,
1: <laughs> it's got its fans.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay. Um. So, in fifth place with ninety-six points is Khan. Very good. Hey.
1: So good that the the um, new Israeli TV broadcaster named themselves after the song. Hey. Well they probably didn't, but it was probably coincidence, <laughs> but hey <laughs> I like to tell myself that.
0: Uh, it's not a bad thing to tell yourself. Um okay, so oh. um in fourth place with 98 points is Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Indeed. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we've got a little bit of a jump in points, but um, there's a ten point difference between third place and first place, so it's um yes, yeah, relatively close. Okay, so in third place with a hundred and twenty three points is Toy.
1: So that means Fuego's won.
0: <laughs> Wrong country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe Although,
0: next year. Yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> okay, so in second place with a hundred and thirty points is Diva. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. So our winner of our Israel special, according to the people who sent in these scores with a hundred and thirty-three points, is Chai.
1: hi,
2: hi, hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, I well. I know at least one person and possibly a few more that will be ecstatic with that result.
0: Yeah. So,
1: well done to our listeners. And I'm very, I'm very pleased that they didn't go um, with one of the winners, that they went with something slightly less obvious. So, yeah, well done.
0: Yay, well done. Points for you, the listeners. Okay, so... um that's it for our israel special that was the one delving into israel's history um oh yeah <laughs> we'll be doing this country special again um round about this time next year um but who knows um which country we'll be covering um if it's a, if it's San a,
1: Marino! Yeah. <laughs> that's never gonna happen is it no. <laughs>
0: Although I have to put it out there that I'm slightly worried that uh, what we're gonna do if Sweden wins again, because we've already done two Sweden specials, and like, what else can we do with Sweden?
1: Well, we'll just have to have a second vote. <laughs> you know, democracy.
0: Yeah, that, that's probably fair enough. Okay. No,
1: we should we shouldn't overturn the we shouldn't overturn the will of the people.
0: Ah. Topical jokes. <laughs> oh,
1: maybe we maybe we could do we could do something else. There's pl- there's plenty of Swedish themed things that we can do. Yeah, maybe um, something maybe something themed.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, well, th- that's something to worry about until Sweden inevitably win again. Who knows when?
1: <laughs> inevitably. <laughs>
0: Okay, so um, that's it for our Israel special. So next week we'll finally be starting our national final 2019 season. Um, we oh got my a. Our oh marker! <laughs> yeah, it's- I think this is the-, the latest we started our national final podcast, but then again, it's been a really slow start, pretty much, apart from a couple of semi finals.
1: Well, at least we can clam lots into our first go.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And I've, I'm looking at our schedule, and um, February's going to be rather packed in terms of national finals, so it's not like we're going to be short on things to talk about.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so until next week, goodbye. Bye bye. Oh, hang on! What's the Hebrew word for goodbye?
1: Um, bear with, bear with, <laughs> bear with. <laughs> Hebrew. Oh, <laughs> goodbye!
0: Oh, it's something unpronounceable, isn't it?
1: <laughs> um, how to greet and say goodbye in Hebrew? Uh. Ot.
0: Okay, uh, if any Israelis or any Hebrew speakers can um, um, give us some feedback on whether that was pronounced correctly or not, they'll be very welcome. But um, anyway, goodbye.
1: Goodbye in Hebrew. <laughs>